they say on Hanukkah, you can't you can't put out the darkness with more darkness. You need a little tiny bit of light to put out a lot of darkness. So that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to use culture as 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 a bridge, as a bridge between between Israel and Scotland, as a bridge between Israelis and Palestinians, as a bridge between people in general. And um, I think that what Nigel Goodrich, oh. founder and CEO yeah. of the of the International Shalom Festival, actually did when he when he saw that there were no uh, no Israelis at the at the Fringe Festival the year after the incubator were shouted down by the BDS, um, he said to himself, this is impossible. You know, the, the, the founder of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, it's now 70 years to the festival. The founder was an Austrian Holocaust survivor and one of the first countries he turned to to come to the, to come to the event, to come to the Edinburgh Festival was Germany um, because he also wanted to... to begin to build again cultural bridges in a world that was completely broken down and um, being boycotted and being um, chucked out of the festival was something that uh, Nigel even though he's not Jewish he couldn't stand it he said it's just impossible that, that Israel isn't here I mean they're almost any country that you could boycott for something and there are people but we're talking here about art and we're talking here about a way of, of contacting and connecting to each other in in um in in a way that you know it's not supposed to be politics um so that's where that's where we're at and we we are trying to trying to make these bridges small bridges and bigger bridges what i like is the fact that you you've gone for an awful lot of coexistence projects an awful lot of people who've already built bridges themselves coming over to talk to people, to, to get into dialogue with the people who come to visit you. You've also picked up films that talk about, I like to call it both communities, not both sides. Um, yeah, okay, I like that word. And, and, and so that, that's what I really like. I've looked through your programme very carefully and uh, you, you know every part of it does cover that, that idea that there's already the dialogue and, and you've brought people here or you're bringing films here or whatever it is um, who are in, entering into dialogue with each other already. And right, then, and they have, they have what to say. Yes. They have what to say and, they, and they're going to be, not only the films are being shown, but they're going to be panels after the mm -hmm. films and we want everyone to feel free to tell their own story because if we could begin from here and not begin from a place where both sides feel victimized and feel that, that, you know, that the other side is now uh, threatening their existence, then we are beginning to get somewhere. Then we can, we, then we can, when we see them and not only see ourselves, that's where, that's where something can begin. And, and I think that uh, I always believe that art has a place in, um, in social change. Uh, the other things I've done uh, as an actress or as a writer have all got to do with with social ch with social change through art, um, and I, I believe this as well is is a is a big step, and it's it's a it's a big festival. We're a three day festival this time. Last year we were just one day. Well, three days is is still not very long, and it's so packed. I mean, you're not even all day from. It's not the twenty four hour day of the Edinburgh Fringe either, but no, so no, no. much going on. And I I wanted to talk about what you're calling an exhibition. 
but which, as I say, is so interactive. I looked at some of the things that you're doing, and if people are coming over, it's not just an exhibition, is it? It's people are, are there to sort of talk about what they're exhibiting. Oh, yeah, all the exhibition is interactive. Um, we have Aura and Ihab from the Orchard of Abraham. Um, they're going to be in a huge tent called Abraham's Tent, and people will come in there, and they'll speak about the way they live. They live in Jaffa. We were there, Nigel and I, a couple of times, and we saw them in talks with with groups of um, with groups of people who just came to hear. They they they've already founded a few kindergartens, and they want to found a school in which their first of all their their slogan is there is no path to peace. Peace is the path, and that's the way they live. It's not just something they preach to. And they say uh, that education is, first of all, not education of knowledge. It's education of humanity. And that's amazing. And they also, they're going to do Sufi dancing at the garlic oh, evening. Wonderful. Um, Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and we should say that they're this a married couple, an Islamic They're a cleric, married couple, right. But one, one is an Islamic cleric and peace activist, and his wife is Jewish, but she's a mediator between different cultures. But that's what's beautiful, that they are living what, what they're talking about, aren't they? What they're talking about, right, they are living it. They met each other. They didn't mean, they didn't mean to build a coexistence thing. They just fell in love. Mm. And that's the love that they're using to spread. So nothing could be more beautiful than that, except that pretty well everything else in that exhibition is as beautiful as that. Do you want to talk about some of, some of the others, or all of the others almost, maybe? The, the yeah, women. I'd like to. There's, there's the art exhibition of the Witso women from Afula, uh, Christian, Palestinian and Jewish women who drew olive trees, and we're going to have that exhibition there. And we're going to have Yaron Bob, who lives near Sterot, which is right in the, uh, in the heart of all the wars, in the, la the last few wars that we've had. And he takes rockets and he makes out of them ornaments and jewellery and, and chanukiyot and, and he makes them, um, he does art from war. He calls it Rockets into Roses. That's his part of the exhibition. Um, there are the Ahmadiyyas. There's an Ahmadiyya community in Haifa, Israel, and there's an Ahmadiyya uh, community in uh, London and in Scotland. And last year, one of the people of the Ahmadiyya community in Glasgow um, he had a little shop and he said to his clients, you know, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. And um, a fanatic Islamic came in and stabbed him to death. Oh, I heard and, about that. That's what right. that community is. I think it was uh, horrific and became all over the media, of course. Yeah. And so the Ahmadiyya is a particular Muslim community then. Right. They're, they're, they're a Muslim community. I don't know how there are people who are Muslim who would say they're not Muslims, but they see themselves as Muslims. And uh, and also their their slogan is is uh, love for all, hate for none, and and they're coming from Haifa to speak about living in Israel. Who else do we have there in the exhibition? There's going to be Sana Shibli, the Bedouin woman, who's going to speak about how it is being a Bedouin woman in Israel. We've all heard, well, most of us have heard of Mug and David Odom, which is the equivalent of the Red Cross. But but on the other hand, we don't expect necessarily to hear that you're going to have a Bedouin volunteer. So that's incredible. That's another example, isn't it, of yeah. of, of inclusivity in Israel. Yeah, I think Magendavid Adama are there because um, they're, they're always there. At the, they, they take care of anyone, anyone who's injured, even if it's a terrorist who's been injured. 
And I think that in that, the Israeli state is is unique, that it, that it doesn't, you know, for, whether for to, to take care of someone in hospital or to give medical treatment or to or, or treatment on the spot. And, and, and a lot of times some of the some of the people of the Magenda Vidadom have almost been attacked because they want to now help the terrorist that's lying in the street, but they, they will guard and protect and take him to hospital and, and take care of him. And I see that her father's actually a doctor. So they're both coming over, this this Bedouin woman who's a volunteer and her father yeah. is a doctor. So that's again, true. they're there to talk, to, to answer questions. Yeah, each of the people coming to the exhibition will also have throughout the days, throughout each of the three days, a half an hour on the stage where people can come and listen to them uh, speaking and ask them questions and answers. Uh, we have also Dr. Lee Perlman, Dr. Lee Perlman, who wrote a book, Abu Ibrahim, We Are Brothers. It's about, it has four plays speaking about the conflict of the Israelis and Palestinians. And he wrote about the four plays and how they were presented in Israel and around the world. Uh, he's also a peace activist for years and a peace researcher in the Tel Aviv University. Just before you leave that one, just to say that it is wonderful to hear how theatre can help. And, you know, people do come together in theatre so often to yes. play out. It could be issues, but at least they're there together doing it. And so it's so important, which I suppose is an overarching theme to the whole thing in a way, isn't it? But the yeah, other, definitely. I think the only one you've left out is People Book Land. The Weisenthal thing. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be there on the on the first day. They have their, their own kind of special exhibition. Mm. And um, that's from a point of view which is, I would say, not quite left-winged, more centre center to right, maybe. Um, but there is room for that as well. Mm. And they'll be there on the, the first day, Sammy Weisenthal and the mayor will be coming and there'll be VIPs coming. Mm. And um, we'll also have the people from the films there. Yes, uh, yeah, the people from the, from the films the, that you're showing. Yeah, yeah. the combatants for peace film, the one called Disturbing the Peace. I've seen that you film. Have, mm. You've seen that one? Yes, it's yeah, terrific. It's a, it's a very thought-provoking and thought-changing even film when you see these people um, and how dialogue, dialogue and, and, stop, and to stop being afraid of the other side because... Obviously, politicians on both sides want us to be afraid of the other side because that's what they're doing here. They're keeping our fear so that they can keep their chairs to say, OK, that's what we're doing here. We're, we're dealing with you. But when someone, when you come just face to face with someone um, and speak to him and find out that they're, what they want of life is, is much what you want from life as well, um, and people want to live their lives and grow up their children and get, you know, give their children a great education and to have opportunities. Well, then that's a place where everything, you know, then you say, wait a minute, what, what do I know? What have I known? What is real? What's not real? And, and, and reality is, is there's no one truth to reality. Um, you've heard of, I'm sure, of the Bereaved Families Forum, which it's taken them to lose someone to the right, hostility yeah. but they come together and they work at, I was going to say fanatically but that's in a good way um yeah you know it, 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 it gives it gives meaning to life it does it really when you does. lose someone yeah. that's when you say what for what for and how can mm. I give this 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 loss some meaning uh, I think that it's only through saying okay well let there be no more loss. Let this be the last one. 
let's find another way, another another path um, to to looking each other in the eyes. Uh, yeah, as a journalist for the BBC, I've covered a number of of coexistence projects in Israel. I really probably wouldn't ever cover anything else because that's what I believe in so passionately. Uh-huh. We have left out something really important. What's the one thing that people come together over? Of course, it's food. Food, so, yeah, yes, demonstrations. Cooking demonstrations. If that doesn't bring them in, nothing will. <laughs> no, well, right. No, that will bring people in. But actually... Um, we were going to have uh, some Druze chefs. We did Ooh. have, we did have some last year, but we were we were quite short on the budget, mm. and so there will be demonstrations by people here who have Israeli recipes for shakshuka and for pita and Bedouin bread. So those will be the demonstrations over the few days. It doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's tasty. Yeah. tasty. Should we move on? We've, we've, we've still got to talk. We've talked about the films and we've talked about the interactive exhibition. We haven't talked. We probably should talk a little bit. The gala bit evening. Of, yeah, the gala evening. I'm very excited about the gala evening. First of all, you're comparing it and you are, I know, a terrific comic because I've just been looking you up online and you've had me in stitches oh, I don't know, <laughs> don't know which of, what of your shtick you're actually going to do but whatever it is going to be brilliant well actually you know I, I, I looked up BDS on Google yes. and um, the first thing I found there was best dental story <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds great you so, tell them yeah, you tell and, them. There, and there are really some good stories there as well <laughs> So you're going to be telling dental stories. That that will work. That sounds really good. <laughs> and, and then you know there there are a list of things on the on under BDS, and I began thinking that maybe there is no BDS, which is <laughs> it's funny to me. Which it all, is, is quite a nice thought. I know I shouldn't say it, but it always sounds like a sort of shady bondage outfit. You know what I mean? Bondage oh, and yeah. respect. <laughs> yeah. Something like bodices and bondage or something. But anyway, I'm being facetious. Um, tell me about, I don't want to mispronounce her, but I'd looked, I've looked at a video of Meski Shibru. Meski Shibru. Wonderful. She, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's going to be at the gala evening. She's going to tell her story. She's the first Ethiopian actress and singer in Israel. She's won a few prizes as well, and she has a wonderful story of her own, of of her Aliyah, and of her, you know, leaving her mother behind in Ethiopia, uh, who was imprisoned for Zionist actions, and being given a mother in a kibbutz who's a Holocaust survivor. So she's telling her stories, and she's singing a few songs, one in Ethiopian, one in Hebrew, and one in Yiddish. Wonderful. Amazing. <laughs> she's a... She's great. With the Jemaya group, there will also be a singer called Shiran, who's a Yemenite singer. She's a very young singer. She's just at the beginning of her career. She's doing a great job. She's a big buzz just right now in Israel. Um, and she sings in Yemenite and in Hebrew. And she's got, can you imagine, a Yemenite groove with electro-pop music. It's just, it blows your head off. I was going to say, that would blow my head off, definitely. And Jemaya yeah. sound like they would blow your head off anyway. <laughs> so how would you describe them? Anyway, Jemaya, yeah. Yeah, the, the Jemaya do world music. They also have, they use electric music as well. And they're, they're a good vibe. They're a good vibe. We want the people We want the people to get up and start dancing. They'll be able to do that for them. They're also youngsters. They've been together from the age of 16. They're from Petr Tikva. And um, they've started budding in the last the last couple of years in Israel. 
No, they sound absolutely wonderful. That's going to be an incredible night. And which night is yes. that? Remind us. That's the last night. No, of course, I suppose it would be, wouldn't night. it? So we should just yeah. talk about theatre represented by largely by the city, um, which I've yes, seen. It is it's represented by the city, which wonderful. is which is the play that was supposed to be here in 2014 and was not allowed to to perform uh, because the BDS were making too much of a riot and they were asked to please leave because it, it disturbed other shows as well. Well, they're back. They're doing nine shows it's three in three days. Day. Three a day, incredible. Three a day, mm. three a day. Mm. It wasn't easy to convince them. Arik Eshet, mm. the manager of the Incubator Theatre, he had a hard time convincing them because they went through a trauma here in I, 2014. I'm sure they did. As you know, I saw them in, at JW3. What a stunning show. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny, show. it's slick, it's so clever, the references to you know, the, the, the gum shoes and the private dicks yeah, yeah. in L.A. The, the spin is all... It's all Israeli, really. And it's a musical. It? It's a musical oh, show music. as well. It's all done. The rhymes, yeah. the rapping. It's so it's different musical styles. It's sort of modern. It's now, but it also refers back to you know the sort of right. the gum shooter. I just thought it was incredible. I'd love to see that again. I have to say. So if anyone hasn't seen it, well, I'm sure it will sell out. Now, yeah, well, we hope so too. The very important <laughs> thing I have to ask you is that you don't want to be preaching to the converted, do you? Obviously, you want enthusiastic people to turn up people who, you know, your Jewish culture, people being coming from Glasgow, from the Jewish community, but you don't want to just preach to the converted. You want other people to come, don't you? Right. Anyone on the fringe, yes? Yeah, yeah. We want we want just people to come and listen and be a part. You know, Riyadh from Combatants of Peace, from the film of Disturbing the Peace, he's, he's not in the film. The guy that was in the film, Jamil, and was supposed to come, did not get a visa. Oh. So at the last minute, yeah, he didn't get a visa to come. Um, at the last minute, we said Riyadh would come. He's from Combatants from Peace. He has his own story to tell about being a Palestinian um, in Israel, in Palestine. He would say, and, and a lot of people are waiting for that. I'm sure that the, I'm sure that some of the things will be controversial. Not everything's going to be. Uh, we, we don't want that either. Uh, we don't need yes men. We don't need yes men. We need a lot of we need a lot of support, but we also need people to know that um, just sitting down and listening to someone who is opposed to you in their opinion, that's also a big step, a big step forward. Are you in any way worried about security? I mean, obviously, you've, or, or not even security, but just people just violence. being disruption. Yeah, and violence. We are worried. We don't know what to expect. We do know that we've had a lot of support, thanks to Nigel, and thanks to the council here, who've been very effective, and and thanks to uh, many of the of the Scottish members of Parliament who have actually, you know, given their support to the International Shalom Festival. Um, last year we had nothing, and we had to go through aisles of people who were shouting at us from both sides, oh. and it was a bit, it was a kind of scary experience. Um, I spoke to some people who were shouting outside and. You know, there was one woman. I asked her, "Where's where is Palestine?" She didn't even know what to answer. You know, I was I, I was just like, "Okay, so do do people even know what they're shouting at and shouting for?" Um, but they were shouting at the, uh, your tickets are covered in Palestinian blood, etc., etc. And um, I, I heard that Mark Regev was in Scotland. Mark Regev, the ambassador, mm. 
He's really he's ambassador, really ambassador yeah. in the UK. He was in Edinburgh a few months ago and they greeted him with little coffins. Oh. Um, so I don't know what to expect. I, I know that we need to be um, we need to be strong in spirit and we need to believe in what we're doing. That's the main thing. Uh, we're not going to answer them back. We're not. We're not going to shout back. We 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 are going to just be what we are and hope that we have enough support and 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 care of the police and and the, we also have a security um, a security company which we invited especially for the festival uh, so that we wouldn't take any any chances. Mm. Bringing thirty six people from Israel, we want to be we want to be sure. Of course, of course you want to be sure. But I was just going to say, it's taken you then to bring Nicola Sturgeon, the Scottish Nationalist, Kezia Dugdale, Scottish Labour, and Ruth Davidson, Scottish Conservative, together, because they've all endorsed you on the website. And, I, right. and I'm not sure that they do agree on terribly much normally, so well done on that. That's oh, terrific. thank you. Thanks to Nigel. Mm. Yes, we, we should just sort of let's finish by just saying a quick word. We've talked about Nigel a lot. Now, he is your CEO. He's the founder and CEO yeah. of, the, of the International Shalom Festival. In fact, he invited me last year as an artist. I came and I did stand-up and I compared the gala. And um, he, But he comes not from the art world. He comes from the educational world. He was a head teacher and a teacher and a preacher and and he when I got there I realized you know it was all full of good intentions but it was I said wait a minute we need when when are the bands rehearsing when are we going to meet this when are we going to do that and so I just sat there for for hours like I said you know we have a five hour evening we need to make it shorter anyway mm. um, we managed we got through it was great and then two months later he came to Israel and said. Um, Will you be the artistic director next year? And I said to him, "Well, you know, I'm not making any any um, decisions alone, but uh, I think that you know, if we're going to continue this, we need to be much less naive. I want you to meet. I, I brought him to the Israeli theatre, Isra Drama, the festival, and I wanted him to hear more and more voices in Israel um, because they're not goodies and baddies. When no. I look today at Israel." There are no goodies and baddies. There are, I can say that there are people outside, you know, the, the, the heads in the Islamic world. And that's something I understood and it really tore me apart last year because uh, I think that the Palestinians are being used as a pawn in the big Islam game. Nobody really wants there to be peace here because they want to use them, you know, to hold them up and show them how they, how they are the victims. Um, and then, you know, breeding them with hate and violence um, and that does the same on the other side. Then there are terrorist attacks and then we're feeling unsafe. And it's kind of like um, a snowball that's got completely out of control. And the only way to try and stop that, stop that snowball is if we say we're not playing that game. We're in a different place. We want to listen. We want to hear. We want to speak. And, and Nigel's a great speaker from that part as well. I mean, he's the kind of person that connects immediately to the heart. That's why neither me nor anyone else, I think, could actually refuse <laughs> to come and be part of this. Well, that's a wonderful place to end. And just to remind everybody listening that he isn't Jewish, he isn't Israeli, no. he isn't a Muslim, he just is. He's Nigel. And He's so, Nigel yeah. Rich, right? And I think that's what's so important, isn't it? That, yeah. Know, he hasn't, he's got no axe to grind or anything. So... Precisely. So, and he's put all his life in this project. Well, I wish him 
what can we say? Shukoyach. I wish him koyach. Strength. Shukoyach. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say shukoyach. Congratulations to him and to you and to all of you. And I hope the dialogue is brilliant and that we hear a lot more about it. Thank you very much. Bye.